my name is Dorianne. You are listening to Finding Balance with Dorianne, Journey 365, where every week we look at our lives and see how we can bring them into balance. The 12 areas of life that we look at are joy, social life, relationships, home environment, home cooking, physical activity, health, education, career, finance, creativity, and spirituality. Today we are going to be looking at finances and health. You can reach me at www.balancedori.com or you can email me at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at balancedorian, D-O-R-I-A-N-N. For other podcasts they're available at my or there's a link for them on my website at www.balancedori.com so um i always like to recap what we did last week and actually last week i did not do an episode and i was planning on doing an episode and i started recording it and it kept muting on me and i didn't have really a lot of time to think about it because um we were in the midst of trying to figure things out for my my one-year-old he's been um i don't know i think i mentioned it a couple weeks ago that he has a rash all over his body so we were scheduled to see a gi specialist on the monday our last monday and so um basically my whole basically what my whole life is when i'm not working or um is basically making sure that he's being fed every two hours because he's not gaining weight and um, he isn't super like I wouldn't no one looks at him and says oh my gosh he looks malnourished but he isn't growing so he's not getting bigger I think he's he's getting smarter I mean he's he's meeting all of his milestones um, but he's just not getting bigger so we had some blood tests come back from his pediatrician and it kind of led us to think about um, down a direction of kind of seeing a GI specialist to see kind of what was going on and um, our original thought and my original thought is he had this this rash um, eczema all over him that um, there's a food allergy so of course I started removing um, the different common food allergens from his his diet in hopes that um, we would find the solution but we were we have removed most every one of the high allergens and we are still at no prevail with a rash so we went and saw a GI specialist last week who um, again agreed with us that it is indeed a food allergy we just need to figure out what it is <laughs> um, so we are in the midst of this huge um so with the rash and everything is he's having trouble digesting his food so my biggest thing is to make sure that he's getting the highest quality um food that he can get in every two hours so it's a bit of a challenge to make sure that he's eating every two hours making sure he's getting the exact food that he needs because the food that he needs is not readily available where you can just pick up a container and hand it to him or buy something at the store that's super convenient that you can just hand over to him and here's your food for the you know and and not think about it it's you have to be very methodical about how you're feeding him so a lot of my 
energies have been going into um, helping him. Um, so that's kind of what's been going on here and so that's why I missed a week and that was where my focus needed to be and um, still is but we have a little bit more of a, a, a track that we've gone through here to um, find some answers but again with anything it's really difficult to wait while you're waiting for the answers you've done the test now you have to wait for the you know the the results to be interpreted and then uh, given back to you and um, I am a lover of all types of medicine um, but I just find allopathic medicine or your you know the MDs um, to be a little bit slow about what um, they give back to you and then when it's not something that they feel or deem is important um, they don't necessarily get back to you right away they just sort of drop you because you're not the most important thing on the list so then you kind of have to call and follow up and do the different things to try and get the answers that you need so that is the hard part about the way the way that the medical system is set up in our in our country so we're gonna move on from that and so um, so I'm sorry that we didn't do anything last week I hope that you, I think the week before we had worked on joy and health. I kind of want to keep health in there because health coach is what I do. I think health is really important. I think um, that aspect of your life is important because it, it trickles into everything else. So this week we're talking about um, health and finances. And as I just discussed with you before, um, you know, my son's seeing a GI specialist. GI specialists aren't exactly... Um, and the procedures they do and the tests they do aren't exactly inexpensive, so it goes along hand in hand with finances and health. But I feel like if we can, um, I know, I don't even, I don't even feel like this is a, a stated fact, that if we can stay healthy um, and spend a little bit of money up front, we're going to spend less money later on our health most of the time, I would say. So, with that being said, um, part of being able to stay healthy is having a financial budget. And we all have financial um, priorities that we have when it comes to our life, like how we want to live our life, how much money we need to meet um, the expectation or the level of um, comfort we want in our lives. And so, um, for me, you know, I'm just... I guess I would call myself, if you were going to, you know, put me in the skull, I guess I'm lower middle class um, in regards to my income. I am certainly not rich. I will probably never be rich. Um, but, you know, money has never been a real important to me. Um, I, you know, any career, and I have <laughs> been looking back at my life and all the different jobs that I've done from beginning to, to now and there hasn't been one job that I have done that isn't service so serving people so my first job was working at Chuck E. Cheese and I was a day you know I um, ran birthday parties and so that was a service job and then after that I worked at um, a dry cleaners and I you know worked with you know customers getting them taking their clothes and getting them 
back to them and all of those things. So again, service was involved. Then I went into dentistry uh, for, you know, as a dental assistant and again, <laughs> service to people. And then when I decided to stay home with my children, again, I did a home, I'm doing home daycare. So <laughs> again, service to my um, service again and then as a health coach which was my you know my parallel career um, it is also service so I guess as long as I'm doing service I am happy um, my goal is to help people and I feel like it's something that I actually really struggle with is um, myself is requesting money for what I do like I know I'm valued for it I know I should have it and people doesn't mean that's how our whole system is uh, our whole society is set up is that you get paid for helping people or for your job or you do this and then you get money and then that's how you live but I have a really hard time focusing on that because I feel like I mean yes you need money to survive to buy food to take care of your family for, for your house and all of those things but I just feel like money is kind of this thing that's there and it's important but not necessarily that important but it is important because if you don't have enough money, then you, you struggle because you aren't really able to do all of the thi meet all of the 12 areas of your life um, as, as readily or as easily. So if you don't have you know the financial means, uh, it, it, you're, you're stressed out, you're not going to be able to find the joy, you're not going to have time for social life. Um, you're, you're not going to have as much time to be able to nurture your relationships. Your home environment might be stressful. Um, your home cooking uh, may not be as healthy simply because you can't afford the healthier options. Your physical activity would maybe be less because you're so busy working on trying to meet ends beat that you aren't able to be physically active because of all the stress from not having the finances. Your health can be decreasing. Um, education, let's say you know you're not you know making a ton of money or and you want to go back to school but you don't have money <laughs> it makes it difficult for you to get an education um, and career-wise if you aren't in a career where money is readily available or the market's saturated or whatever it is then um, again it's difficult um, financially speaking and you won't you don't get as much time for creativity or um, because you're in such a stressful place, you know, spirituality may be um, something hard to look at as well. So that's something that I think that uh, we could set a financial goal. There's something that my husband and I are working towards is working on our finances, um, figuring out a budget, and um, sticking to it because we have a tendency to... Um, eat out um, in places where I and now my son can eat out are limited at best and the qu the quality of food that we have to eat is pretty high but the cost of the quality of food is high so it makes it difficult um, it gets really expensive so um, but with me trying to start my health coaching business and then running the daycare and then having my my six-year-old has sports and I'm trying to be physically active at night because I can't do those things during the day because I'm busy all day long and I work over eh, probably like 65 hours a week so there isn't a whole lot of time for everything else so some things fall by the wayside which would be 
um, my home cooking. Um, specifically at night, I do cook clearly for daycare during the day. But at night after the day is over, I, I have already made three meals for the day and I am not interested in cooking anymore. So I need to get on top of my... And the truth is I'm really not that hungry at night, but I know that I have to feed my family. So it becomes that catch-22. Um, so that is where our finances struggle a bit. And so we're working together as a team to figure out what our best budget would be for us and then also meal planning to help keep within budget. So if you, you would like to set a financial goal this week to try and um, make it financially feasible for you to um, be able to have some more joy in your life, either with social life or relationships, um, maybe some home environment improvements or something of the sort. Um, like let's say you want to get a water filter for your house but you just can't afford it, maybe looking at your finances, seeing how you could maybe adjust a few things to be able to make that happen. And sometimes you can't. And um, just knowing that uh, also that money isn't everything. Um, you know, having the big car or the fancy house and the, you know, the, the nice car and all of those things are very stressful on people when you have to meet a certain level of money that you need to make every month just to survive. So sometimes, and you hear about it a lot with the tiny house movement where people are selling off their houses and, you know, getting a tiny house and they're living out of this tiny house um, because it's a lot less expensive. Um, and then they can do things like they want to go travel the country. Like <laughs> I kind of have this dream that I doubt will ever happen for me, but it's really a dream is that we could get like a tiny house or, you know, and for a few months out of the year, whether it would be the summer or over the winter, we would be able to take the kids um, around the country on a road trip and show them like uh, where we live. Because I think it's really important that they experience those things. So that is where, so that would be my dream. <laughs> but um, with that being said, let's look at health. So I wanted to talk a little bit about eczema this health-wise. And you guys, I mean, certainly we can make health goals. But I wanted to specifically uh, touch on eczema simply because it's something that's you know, touching our family's lives in the sense of my son and I. I have, um, you know, I've had eczema since I was a very young, young child. And, um, you know, for when I was a kid, when eczema happened, you know, when you got it, it was like, oh, you have an autoimmune disease. Here's a steroid cream. This is really all you can do for yourself. And um, now, you know, 20, 25 years later, they have a ton of information Um that is basically saying that eczema isn't just eczema like yeah people grow out of eczema normally because the reason that they are even having eczema in the first place is because they have a food allergy or some sort of allergy that they're being exposed to that's causing this atopic dermatitis is what it's called so I am so grateful and I'm hoping that by having this knowledge that my son won't have to experience what he's experiencing now over these few months that he's had eczema that we're going to be able to figure out what it is and then remove that from his diet, heal his gut, and then be able to reintroduce that to his body when it can better 
handle it being there and not have to go 25, 30 years of um, suffering through it to find out what it is that's actually happening to him. So I just want people to know that if you are diagnosed with eczema or your child is diagnosed with eczema, eczema, it's not just an autoimmune disease that you have they have to deal with for the rest of their life. There are different tests that can be done to figure out what food sensitivities um, if it's not food necessarily, it can be what's in lotions or in perfumes, what's in the air, it can be animal, it can be pollen, it can be, I mean, it can be anything. Anything that you're exposed to on a daily basis can cause you to have eczema or atopic dermatitis. That's just one way for an allergic reaction. I know a lot of people worry about, um, more about anaphylactic shock where you know you you get exposed your throat starts to swell up and you know you need the EpiPen to be able to save your life which is absolutely 100% an allergic reaction and an EpiPen would be necessary um, so there's there's just different ways that allergies play out in life and the truth is eczema long term major problems for the whole body it's things aren't working properly you're not digesting food the way that you need to digest food which means you're not getting the proper nutrition and if you're not getting the proper nutrition and you don't get proper nutrition for a long period of time you're going to be sicker you're going to have a chronic disease that's going to come up like i said i have three autoimmune diseases probably all started from the first autoimmune disease eczema that didn't get figured out right away so my body was constantly fighting off this allergen that my body was attacking itself because of the allergen and it never had a chance to heal and so it's really important that if you know someone or your child has it or anything you need to take them to the doctor and figure out exact or you can you know try an acupuncturist or a chiropractor or somebody who does muscle testing or someone who does electrodermal screening and try and figure out what it is that's triggering the atopic dermatitis or the reaction in the skin because long term number two things long term eczema is not going to be good for your overall health and number two, the, the steroid creams that are um, prescribed by physicians for you, uh, long-term use of steroid creams is not good for your body. There are so many bad things that can come along with long-term steroid use. And it's not fixing the problem, it's just putting a band-aid over something that is never going to heal until you can figure out why it's happening. So. I struggle, and this is where I think that holistic medicine is very important for people, is because the me, you know medical or an MD is a, a doctor of medicine, and what they know is medicine. So if you are having a you know atopic atopic dermatitis, they're going to prescribe a cream to get rid of the atopic dermatitis. They're not going to look at why. Or they can, depending on the doctor. They can look at why. Um, but then you're looking at maybe an allergist or a GI specialist. So um, then there's just, an, or a dermatologist. I mean, 
those are the, the specialists that are going to be able to tell those different things. You could even maybe work with a functional medicine doctor, which kind of that looks at the whole body. So there are different specialties within the medical field that can focus on this and can get you the answers that you need. You just have to find, um, you have to kind of go through some steps to get there. Um, the reason that we ended up at a GI specialist was simply because of some blood work that came back that was showing that he wasn't digesting food properly. So we had to go check his digestive system to make sure that everything was okay um, physically. Was um, Is there any malformation? You know, did, was any malformations with his digestive system? Is all of his, everything physically there that needs to be there? Um, and how does it look in there? Like, does, um, is there a bunch of lesions? Is there, you know, is there inflammation? Is there different things that's going on inside of, um, inside of your digestive tract? Um, so there's a lot going on and once they're able to see, Hey, look, everything's looking okay. Or, you know, it looks like this, there's some inflammation, there's some lesions, there's this going on. Well, then you're looking at, um, different areas where they can, you can be more specific on how you treat those things. So, um, so with eczema, eczema for sure is not just eczema. And I know that people will say, well, I had eczema when I was a kid and it went away. Um, but it's not necessarily always the case. So just putting it out there, eczema, you see it, you experience it. Um, definitely go to your, you know, your pediatrician or your regular doctor and ask for a referral to an allergist. Um, the allergist will look at, you know, can do some tests to double check to see what the allergens are. And then secondly, um, they can also, um, it, and if nothing comes up from them, which is a more of a food type allergy um, test, skin test, then you can go to a dermatologist and they can do a different test where it's something that um, sits on your skin for a few days uh, and then they check it. So you go, I think you have to go in twice. You have to, what you do is you go in, you get the stuff put on your back and then you come back two days later, they check it, and then you go back two days later after that and they check it the last time and take everything off. And at that point, they can see where the reactions are and where the reactions aren't, and then they can help give you an idea of what you need to do in order, um, what you need to avoid. So those are some really good tests available. Um, if you're talking about a GI specialist, if they can go in and do an endoscope where they go in with a camera through your mouth and they can also go the other direction and they can take biopsies basically they just scrape the side of your your stomach or your intestines and they send those off to the lab to see what it is that's specifically causing these lesions because that's normally has that type of um, food particle around or allergen so that they can figure it out um, other options in a natural form would be um, seeing, let's say, a you could maybe see an acupuncturist or a um, like a chiropractor or a homeopath or somebody with a electrodermal screening machine or a muscle test or kinesiology um, to be able for them to be able to look at you from a holistic perspective and see maybe what's going on. 
uh, it just all depends I think on what you feel most what resonates best with you how do you want to go about this um, if you want to look at it financially speaking depending on your insurance I would say that uh, muscle testing or electrodermal screening would be some inexpensive um, ways of looking at your body without actually having to spend a good amount of money because uh, I mean it's still expensive but I won't say it's ex expensive as having like a colonoscopy and an endoscope uh, and a endoscope done so um, it all depends on you know finances as well but there are many many different ways that you can go about trying to figure out what um, you're having your body is struggling with and then once you know what you're struggling with you can eliminate that from your 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 diet but I don't think you should have to you if you can work diligently and work with a health coach or a dietitian or a functional medicine doctor or a chiropractor or an acupuncturist you know or maybe you have a really good um, you know MD that's um, you know knowledgeable in this area or pediatrician uh, if you can work on healing the gut which is like the important part I mean everybody hears about it every you, you know it's pretty common knowledge that you heal the gut you can get rid of um, allergies because uh, what's basically happening is people talk about this leaky gut that's going on in the world and basically what leaky gut is is there's preparations that are happening within the intestine lines where the food that you eat is leaking out into your area uh, you know the other areas of your body and it's in your body is basically going hey you're not supposed to be here and so your body starts to attack it because it's in a place that it's not supposed to be so instead of being in the digestive tract where it's being digested it's out in the you know in between your stomach and your intestines and it's sitting out there and so your body is trying to get rid of it and it's this big particle of food that's not supposed to be you know it's supposed to be the smaller particle and it's supposed to be in your bloodstream and it's supposed to be bringing nutrients to this place but it's just this weird big thing that shows up it's like this foreign invader that your body is like what are you doing here? So it starts attacking this. And it starts to recognize when you eat that particular food as a allergen, as a uh, an invader, something that's attacking your your body. And so in order for you to not have that food go into the rest of your body, you need to heal your gut and you need to keep that food in the right place. And then you have to retrain your body to realize that that particular food item, whatever it is that it's upset about, um, isn't an allerg. It isn't an allergen. It's good for your body. Um, it just so happens that because you're, you had these, you had the leaky gut because of your allergic reactions to it. You had it leak into different parts of your body, and then your body got confused about what it was. So. There's, there's many different ways of going about this and the way that um, I, so this is why when I'm a health coach, I mean, yes, I'm going to work on making sure, um, trying to help you balance your life, but I'm going to do it on a more um, individual basis, which basically means I have an electrodermal screening machine that I just recently um, added to my practice. I think it's extremely important. It's something that I am... I'm still learning to use, but my point in using it isn't to um, treat somebody with it. It's not my, you know, it's, I am a health coach. I am not a doctor. I am not a, 
homeopath. I am not an acupuncturist. I am simply a health coach, so I know where my my lines. But my point in using the electrodermal screening machine is to show people what is going on in their body right now, because what is good for me may not be good for you. And what's good for you may not be good for me. And this machine is going to help us determine exactly what would be helpful for you. It's basically taking a broad spectrum of things and and bringing it down into a smaller section. It's going to specifically tell us um, areas of the body where the, the energy flow is weak. So we're looking at it on a quantum physics level. So, and then we can, it will even help us determine what nutrients your body's, your body would need in order to um, correct this imbalance in those areas. So, I find it extremely useful. I've maybe scanned 30 people so far since I got it in January, and there has not been one single person that I have scanned that hasn't been glad that they did it, number one. Number two, found helpful information um, that has helped them fine-tune their health goals. And there isn't a single person who doesn't want to come back and do a a rescan to see where they're at. And I think that's my most, actually I know, my most important thing is I want with this machine is I want people to be able to track their health from month to month. To be able to come in here Have a scan done, discuss what nutrients your body is looking for that it needs, be able to um, discuss how it is that you could get that into your diet or into your life, whether that's through supplementation, through exercise, through um, different um, practices. It could be through food. It can be through a plethora of different areas that you could use it. And depending on what's going on and what we see, there are there's always a chance that you would need a referral to a different type of to a practitioner. Basically, I'm, you know, a health coach. I'm kind of the the front lines. I see you, we look at what's going on and from there you can determine and I can help you determine through the pros and cons of different options available to you what you feel would be the best course of action for you to take. Um, that could be with an MD, it could be with a functional medicine doctor, it could be with a kinesiologist, it could be with, um, you know, a, someone who does electrodermal screening, uh, you know, a naturopath, it could be with a homeopath, it could be with a chiropractor, uh, it could be with anybody. So there's so many different practitioners out there. There isn't, I, I think, one better than the other, and in fact, I feel like, uh, I always invoke. I always invoke a few of them. I am. I'm never just at the chiropractor, or I'm not just at my acupuncturist, or I'm not just at my MD. Like I use them in combination because each one of them has a different information about this situation, and in order to best make a plan about how to handle the situation, it's best to get a you know, a holistic approach to get a, a couple different opinions and and get to the, the end result much faster. So um, that is my, my take on health. Um, if you want to schedule a, I have to, with this machine, I have to do it in person. I can't do it online. 
Um, if you want to talk to me about those different things or if you would like to schedule a session to have a scan done, you can visit my website at www.balancedori.com and you can just fill out a, a request, request of information or contact us um, form. Or you can email me at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com or you can send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Balanced Dorian, D-O-R-I-A-N-N. Um, so those are the different ways that you can um, get a hold of me. You know, my sessions for people when they um, come for a scan are about an hour to an hour and a half. So it's a good amount of time that I will spend with you. It all just depends on what we find and what we see. And we talk about a ton of information and you kind of you come out with some plans but also we can do a one-time scan or you can come in um, once a month um, I do have a membership where you can come in for a scan once a month and get a discount um, but that will just keep you um, on track of what's going on and the fun thing is it's the computer stores the data for you which I don't share with anybody um, I, though I am not a healthcare practitioner, I'm, I will, I follow HIPAA because I, because of my dental background, I'm very aware of medical information, so I want to make sure that everybody's information is private and protected, but the good news is, is it scares, it scores, or it, it saves information that you, from, of yours from the previous week and our previous month, and then you can compare how you're doing from month to month. So you get a really good track of how your health is and in your body. And also it'll give you a good idea of like, say you're starting with the, I don't know, exercising once a week or exercising three times a week or drinking a gallon of water. Um, seeing if that's making a difference, a positive difference in your life, but also seeing where you would maybe need to add more or maybe that's exactly what your body needed and is doing great now. So it's really a, a fabulous way to keep yourself on track, to understand exactly what's happening in your body, understand where your weaknesses are and where your strengths are, and it's undoubtedly amazing. And um, I, I, I do use it for my son. I use it for both my sons and my husband and I, and it has been eye-opening um, in regards to you know, for years I've known what's going on in my body, um, working with different practitioners, um, but it definitely gives me a really good idea of what's happening in my body, understand exactly what it is, because I think oftentimes there just isn't enough time in the day for a practitioner to truly talk to you about um, what's happening. So like, and yes, I will agree that when I went, when I got the phone call from the OB about my FSH level being high and that I'd never have children. Did I go back to see her? Absolutely not. I did not go see her. She totally told me in the wrong way and there was no way I wanted to go back and see her. But um, no one really under explained to in-depth amount of information that is available in this me machine to tell me what it is that's actually happening. And so I am beyond grateful that I have this machine because it has helped me understand my need for my choices to be a health 
eat healthy, to eat certain foods, to eat a certain way. And it's really the way that I'm keeping my body balanced. It's the way I'm keeping my body healthy. So, um, and I'm not saying that you need to come see me and use this machine, but if you're looking for a health coach and you live in Minnesota and, um, I mean, there's plenty of people with electrodermal screening machines, um, but it's really a good tool. Um, I don't, you know, they, a lot of people who have electrodermal screening machines carry a lot of supplements. And I completely agree with, when I first started, I was like, I don't want to be handing out supplements because I, that's not what I do. I'm a health coach. That's not what I'm doing. So I don't hand out supplements, but I do think that there are moments in people's lives where they're at a point where they are so low on a certain a nutrient that a supplement would be necessary. I don't think that supplements need to be taken all the time. I feel like they're a stepping stone. Like they're going to boost you up, get you to where you are, and then you don't have to take them all the time. If you can boost yourself up, get yourself healthy, and get on the right food track. So um, it, it's different. I don't think that the, a supplementation is a lifetime supplementation and I also think that things change over time so you can't expect that if you're prescribed you know a daily vitamin that that's what's going to help you for the rest you know it's going to make the biggest difference for you so with that being said um, a lot of information today we talked a little bit about finance we talked a little bit about um, health eczema specifically um, and then we talked a little bit about the electrodermal screening machine that I have and um, how helpful it's been for different uh, clients that I've worked with over the last um, month and a half almost two months now so with that being said I hope that you were able to make a goal for yourself for um, a health goal something to help make things um, help you be healthier and then um, whether that's drink more water, um, exercise, um, healthy cooking, those are all great options for um, health goals. Um, maybe looking for a practitioner that you can maybe follow yourself better with, a health coach maybe in your area. I can do health coaching online or, or um, you know, over the phone and different things, but specifically using the electrodermal screening machine at this point in time, I do not have that ability over the phone, um, but I can still do health coaching on a, and do a good, you know, do well. Um, but um, otherwise, if you want to find someone in your area that do those things, if you're interested in learning more about it, um, you can do that too. Or if you are looking for referrals to different practitioners and you live in Minnesota and you want a specific practitioner, feel free to email me or send me a message through my website um, at balancedori.com and I'd be happy to give you a list of people I know that do it. I do not recommend any certain practitioner because everybody is an individual. Somebody I like you may not like or somebody you like I may not like. Um, there isn't one, like I always said in dentistry, when people would talk about, well, what if, you know, do you recommend a certain dentist or a different, you know, oral surgeon or something like that? I always said, I will give you a list of oral surgeons that we know that do the work that we want them to do, but I would not recommend one over the other. Um, you can give them a call, talk to the office, see what you think, go on for a consult, see what, you know, it's because you may not like them. 
And I would say, even if, like, say you came to me and I, you were working with me or you had a consultation with me and you didn't like what I said or what I did, uh, it doesn't mean that you wouldn't benefit from a health coach. It just means I may not be the health coach for you, and that's okay with me. What my goal is isn't that I need to, every person that comes to me or listens to me or talks to me needs to come to me as a, as a patient. That's not the case. My goal is to help people find the resources to be able to be as healthy as possible. And if that is me just giving you some information so that you can learn more about it, awesome. If it's me working with you on a, you know, for six months to a year um, on a monthly basis, then that's awesome too. So I am completely open. My only goal in life as a health coach is to help people find health. Um, So... I have no strings attached. I have no ego attached to it all. Um, So if you are interested in working with me, email me um, or send me a message through my Facebook page uh, or you can send me a message on Instagram or Twitter. That would be totally awesome. Um, Or if you have questions, feel free to send me a message. I can bring it up on the next podcast or send a message right back to you. So just wanted to say thank you so much for listening today. I do hope that you were able to meet your goals and I look forward to being back next week for another wonderful podcast. Again, you're listening to, you've been listening to Finding Balance with Dorian Journey 365 podcast. You can listen to me at www.balancedory.com under this the section journey 365 you can find me on instagram twitter and facebook at balance dory d-o-r-i-a-n-n or you can email me at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com i hope that you all have a wonderful week and I don't know what else to say other than I am so grateful for anybody who listens and I hope that you get some good information from this. Feel free to send me a message. Let me know you're listening. Let me know if there's anything you like about my podcast or anything you'd like me to share or research or give you some more information about. That would be great. Thanks for listening.